What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Welcome back. It's the Zero to 100 podcast. I'm your host, William Walker Jr. And in this episode, I'm joined by my brothers, Corey and Ricky, and we have a movie review. This was actually a review that we uh, recorded um, actually a couple, about two weeks ago, because I did it the same time I did the uh, Olympic talk with them. I just didn't want to include it in the last episode because it was already pretty lengthy with the uh, Hard Knocks review as well as Summer Olympic Talk. Uh, so this episode is actually just strictly the review of the Suicide Squad. I am going to break it up a little bit just to talk a little Cowboys in the middle. And uh, the next episode that I'll have will be coming out rather soon. Uh, the open that I did, so I included like one of the best movie lines ever from uh, Happy... Um, oh, uh, from not happy i was about to say happy madison from billy madison which was like seriously one of the most hilarious lines and it's it's uh it goes to how i feel about uh some people's opinions <laughs> when it comes to movies or just our or, uh, our arguments like i have this discussion with my wife all the time where we we talk about opinions and my sister kenya Will always say that an opinion is opinion can't be right or wrong. I disagree. Some people's opinions can be wrong, but <laughs> just see what we had uh, our opinions on the Suicide Squad in this review. Uh, what's funny is that me and my brothers we we typically uh, align. I would say a lot when it comes to our opinions on movies and and things like. I mean, we differ. We definitely have our preferences when it comes to some. Um, I would probably say that uh, my brother Corey is more uh, in the middle when it comes to things and my, me and my brother Ricky 
I think we take more extremes to one side or the other when it comes to when it comes to it. And, and uh, but th that's why I always enjoy having them on anyway. And uh, but it is nice when we actually have debates or we differ on some stuff because then we we are uh, <laughs> we definitely don't shy away from expressing ourselves. But. Uh, so it's just a straight review talking a little cowboys and then i'll be back to preview what's coming up in the next episode which will be rather soon you're listening to the zero to 100 podcast let's go it's the zero to 100 podcast and i'm back with my brothers Corey, hey and my brother ricky hey what's up and so uh in this we're going to review the movie that came out last weekend, The Suicide Squad. Uh, let me get your letter grades on it. Let's start with Rick. I give it a D. Uh, I wanted to give it a C, and then I got to the end, and I had to give it a D. Um, it was better than the first, but it was still garbage. And so that's why it received a D. I'll save my further issues as we go through and continuously review it, though. Okay, Corey, what's your letter grade? I will give it. It's funny because I'm like, it wasn't, it wasn't bad. I, I didn't love it, so I'm gonna give it a B minus. Oh my goodness, what is wrong with that? I is not a B movie. It is. I am in alignment with Corey. Uh, except for I think I enjoyed it a little bit more than he did. And I give it a solid B plus. I don't mm. know how you give it a B plus. I just it don't understand. What's another B plus movie then? What's another B plus movie? Yeah. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. I'll put it on the same level. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 wasn't that good, but I mean, it was good, but it was it was better than it was way better than this. I feel like it was very close. I feel like it was very close. What? <laughs> it's very close. I think it, I, I gotta say, Guardians Two was was uh, funnier. I think that's why I probably like yeah. yeah I, I would I would put Volume Two above this, but. Um, yeah. yeah, I can see that. I mean, I, 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 you, the issue I have is you said this was the best DC movie. Yes, because first of all, here's the thing: yeah. most DC movies are terrible. Yeah, that, that's just I'm just like so for me, the fact that I watched it the whole way through, I wasn't bored with it, and I at the end of it, I was like, "Hey, that was a fun ride. I enjoyed that." I can't I don't, say that about. Most of the time with the DC movies, I'll be watching them, and then by the end of the job, like, this was terrible. It just made me I was like, that was whack, or that was stupid. Like, and I like, let me go through the list real quick. Uh, Man of Steel. I thought it was all right, but then it was just a little too over the top at the end, and then Superman broke old boy's neck, and I was like, what that was it? I was like, this ludicrous. Uh Wonder Woman. It was, I mean, it was all right. It was okay. It wasn't just 
you know, but it just made it didn't make me question like, well, why wasn't she involved in Man of Steel? Why wasn't she involved in other stuff? Batman versus Superman, hot flaming garbage. That joy made me so mad. I was like, how the f you gonna have a movie with Batman and Superman? That should be an automatic win, and you came with some straight hot garbage. Uh, Suicide Squad. It was terrible. It was terrible. It was not a good movie. It was really bad. Uh, Justice League. Let's go theatrical version. Average at best. Couldn't, and I barely want to say average. It was just, and upon the rewatch, it felt even worse. Uh, let's see, what's next? Wonder Woman. Shazam. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. Shazam. Shazam was pretty good. I'll give him I don't see why you thought this was better than Shazam. Aquaman is I average at best. So wait, what did you give the first Wonder Woman? First Wonder Woman, I would give a C plus B minus. And then the first then the Man is Still movie. Man is Still gets a C C plus. Batman versus Superman. Gets a straight F. Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad F. Shazam. C plus B minus. You're crazy. You're crazy. When I came to let's and then Zack Snyder's Justice League, because everybody was crying, like, oh, give me the starter cut. I want the starter cut. That gets a straight F in my book because it was it was effing terrible. It's F. And so then this one came out, so all that, and then this one come out, and I watch it, and I pretty much enjoy it from beginning to end, and I'm like, B+. Plus. And Wonder, what'd you give Wonder Woman? Oh, 18? I forgot. I for, Wonder Woman 84 was so, if, if there was a grade lower than F, I would get it, because that's easily the worst movie. I, I put Wonder Woman 84. Yes, I would put Wonder Woman 84 below the first Suicide Squad. I think so. The first Suicide Squad is the worst out of all the DC movies. Yeah, I feel like the first Suicide Squad is like one of the worst movies ever. Like I refuse to go back and watch it again. I don't. I don't disagree with you completely. But the only reason I would not put the first Suicide Squad below Wonder Woman eighty four is because I actually enjoyed. The majority of Will Smith's performance as Deathshot, as Deadshot, and I didn't hate Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn at that time. I didn't like dislike her character at that time, but like from the intro of Will Smith's Deadshot, like when they first met him in prison and stuff, I enjoyed his introduction. Like I thought that was a, a cool intro, and the way he acted throughout it up until the end. I was with it, but they messed it up tremendously towards the end of it. And, and overall, the movie surrounding them was hot garbage. So, but yeah. Wonder Woman 84, I'm sitting there thinking about it. I can't think of one freaking thing about it that I liked. Like from the from the beginning, from the first action scene, from the first action scene, I was like, what is this? And it just nah. got pro- progressively worse. Yeah, I and it had the worst. That. It had the worst climax to a superhero movie I ever seen. 
It was easily the worst. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I've never seen it, the but I feel like the worst climax, worse than Guardians one. <laughs> that's what. All right. That's what Corey's crazy. There was nothing wrong with the conclusion of Guardians one, the first Guardians of the Galaxy. What about what about the Superman Returns movie? Which one was it? Oh, you know what? You know what? Clarification, because you're right. When when you know what? Because now I forgot. You know what I was ranking? I was talking about. Yeah, like the modern. Like, yes, DC, the modern yeah. DC. Oh, no, 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 no. But I meant the climax being trash because it was like with that movie, it was like it had the climax and then there was like 45 minutes of movie left. Oh, you know, yeah. I don't even remember that movie. It was so terrible. That's all I'm about to say. I remember I absolutely hated Superman Returns. I thought like it, it started off so good though. It did start off good. Like, it definitely off off the plane. Yes. It, was, it was all downhill from there. Yes, absolutely. Corey is dead or accurate. It was, but yeah. So when I say D, best DP, DC movie, I mean. This this shared universe. Oh DC no, movies. I follow though. Yeah. I follow because yeah. oh yeah, heck yeah. Because if you want to say best the DC, Dark Knight is 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 uh clearly the best. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah, the Dark Knight is clearly the best DC movie ever. <laughs> but yeah, this no this new modern shared universe thing that they try yeah. what they call the DC extended universe, which I think is dumb because but of course they couldn't say cinematic because. Marvel already took that. And like, now, even though they're trying to copy Marvel, they could this oh, we can't call it cinematic universe. But I'm like, well, but you, first of all, your issue is trash. So you need to copy Marvel because you need to build this thing up and stop just going, oh, here, here. It's the, we just throw it out there. But then, yeah. Anyway, um, but let me ask you then, uh, before I get into some more details, of it, what's, what's your best, what's the best DC extended Universe movie. Uh I think it was probably Shazam, in my opinion. Um yeah, I think it was Shazam. I gave Shazam a solid, it was a very, it was a very solid movie. It uh it didn't it didn't put a lot on the table, but it didn't take anything off the table. And I enjoyed that movie from beginning to end for the most part. There were slight issues, but I mean, I'll probably give it like a B plus. I'll probably give it a B plus. You know what's I funny? Mean, I feel like their movies have been so bad or had so many problems that when it's just like a solid, okay movie, you're like, oh, this, this was pretty good. Like, <laughs> the expectations are so low that it's like when you get something that's just not hot garbage, you're like, oh, you know, that was because I, I remember when I first saw Batman versus Superman, I was like, why was everybody tripping? This was just like a regular old movie, you know? But it, I mean, I that's it, what it is to me, too. Billy feels like I thought it was ever. hot garbage. <laughs> Martha, won't you say that name? Bro, don't don't even comment that what? in this the ending what? of this movie. Stupid, dumb. And then it was just Lex Luthor. First off, Lex Luthor is not the Joker. This dude was treating Jesse Eisenberg's treatment of Lex Luthor was horrendous. 
I was yeah. like, what is he doing? It's just, <laughs> oh, yeah. you know, we've been talking about all these other things. So Rick, I'm gonna give you the full, what, what did you not like? Cause I know you got very small positives. Uh-huh. Give me what you didn't like about the Suicide Squad. Well, uh, from the beginning, once they landed on the beach, it was like, yo, uh, there's like six of them and like a whole army of the other people. So I don't know if it was six. I don't know what the number was in actuality. It might have been six or seven. But it's like they stand no chance with the people that they have there. That was the first thing. But they were sitting there like they did stand a chance. Either way, that's neither here nor there. So when they're killing like literally everybody on the beach, but Margot Robbie getting up, running around, dodging bullets with her regular human abilities, I'm just like, how? Rick Flag, all they did was run behind a rock. Then when the people run up on them, you know, they they killed everybody. They run up on Margot Robbie on the beach. They got all these guns drawn. First of all, they've been trying to kill her this whole time. Now they see her and they're like, oh, let's not kill her. Let's go ahead and take her into custody. Like, nigga, what? Like, why? That makes no sense. You literally were just trying to kill the mess out of her, and now you're just going to take her into custody? That's because, stupid. But they do stuff like soldiers get captured all the time after firefights. Well, why? There was no there was no need to capture her. Like, kill to her. Interrogate to figure out, hey, why are y'all here? What are you doing here? That That's a weak excuse to me. And... Uh, like it was clear as to why they was on that beach outnumber because Waller set them up to be a distraction for the real no, team. I mean, that's fine. I don't mind. It was just the fact that it was like they like like why did they waste all of that ammunition and firepower? And then when they got the opportunity to completely wipe them out, they did not do it. Nah, I, I don't agree with that one. I mean, I'm sorry. Oh, sorry, go ahead, Corey. I, I was going to say, it, it makes sense as far as, like, they need to see if it was anybody else or whatever. No, now, I'll, I'll agree. Like, it didn't seem like they was trying to neutralize or, or take anybody prisoner. But it, it makes sense after the fact, I guess, like, you know, they moved in and got her. Because, I mean, it, it was stupid, I guess, like, for them to just open fire immediately or whatever without, uh, you know, even seeing who all was there. But I can understand them taking her and then, you know, they were trying to question her and stuff. And then, you know, I guess the dude wanted to marry her or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wait, so I'm not done because I'll get to that mm-hmm. as well. <laughs> but then the other part that bothered me, all right, so they got the other group that come in on the other side of the beach or whatever, right? Fine. I don't care. They come in on the other side of the beach. I don't imagine that that island is, you know, incredibly huge or anything, but who knows? I don't know. But it's, it didn't look like it was too far from where they were, you know, otherwise. And so they come in on the beach and then they're making like all this noise. You got a bright polka dot dude that's all bright and stuff like that. And, you know, then shoots all these polka dots out, makes a loud explosion killer shark or whatever king shark like is trying to eat the girl they have that whole thing uh what's his name blood sport is like shooting a nigga and it's like how are y'all some type of like you know tactical whatever unit 
and you're making all this noise and you got all this light and you're in this hostile environment, but nobody, nobody knows that you're there. Like that's, there that's the, ridiculous. They was in the middle of the jungle. Like just no, 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 no. Not play. in that situation where you, you know somebody's coming in to attack and then you got they like, saw, there's no security anywhere else. No one else the security was them. on the other side. That was the point. All the security no. was on the other side. They take those dudes out. They think, okay, we got we got them all. They wasn't even thinking about them. That's why, like when Bloodsport first came on, he said, "There's no guards out here." You, I don't know how you did it, Waller. There's nobody out here, and no sentries. This and that. She's like, let's just say they preoccupied. It was a point to the first part. That's no, no, what this it was is my cool. thing. That's not. That's the, that. That is just not. It's just not gonna happen. Like no one. And maybe I'm looking at it too much from like an army standpoint, but you're not like the thing that you teach people is like noise, light, and litter discipline. You're not making that much noise doing all of that stuff and nobody knows. You, yeah, you those apply, are explosions, you, my guy. There's no you, way you didn't hear those explosions. You apply in the military. Well, plus, I mean, it's like they they might have a small military, like they're they're a small island or whatever, yeah. you know what I mean? Like it, it's I don't it know. Probably, it will probably be like, you know, like Cuba don't have like a whole bunch of uh, uh, people or whatever or large military. But I mean, no, I understand what you're saying. But my thing is like that island ain't that big anyway. So even if they are all occupied on that other side, like you're going to hear the explosions. Just like bad boys too. Like they was <laughs> rolling, through, <laughs> rolling through houses and stuff. And the Cuban military didn't catch up with them. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you you apply uh, real military tactics to it. Plus, I'm like, so, either I'm way, I'm still not done. Uh, then they go through that whole village, killing all them people or whatever. Um, and all the <laughs> the dude is in there in a tent, and she and they like, yo, where are my people at? There's you telling me you didn't hear any of that. You heard nothing. You were in a tent. You were not in a soundproof booth. You were not in a building. You, like you, you were in a tent outside. Well, you know, for that, because I just recently rewatched it. I'm sorry, go ahead, Corey. I was I don't think they used any loud weapons. Like they no, was, they didn't. Because I just rewatched it. Collapsed the whole thing. He shot his polka dots out and collapsed the that whole thing. That was the first time they had made any noise. And at that point, they was already aired. But if you go, I, I just rewatched that scene. Bloodsport and Peacemaker was going through there stealthily killing dudes. Like they was not making a lot of noise. The polka dot thing was the first time they made a lot of noise. And at that point, they was already at the, the uh, tent or the whatever. No, no, you're making excuses uh, to justify the, the argument. It's falling apart, dog. No, it's, it's not, not falling up. apart. They were no, already no. there. They had, like, either way, either way. I disagree. It's not uh, that. But then it's like the whole Margot Robbie mother effing, like it, it didn't make sense. Like it was too all over the place where it's like, okay, now we're going to do this whole thing with Margot Robbie. For whatever reason, we're going to do it. Then like she, the other part that bothered me was, and maybe this is me looking at it too much, but it's like, all right, so they got her hanging up and they tortured her. First of all, if you're going to torture her, I'm going to need you to really torture her and not just poke her with a stick and send some electric vaults through her. But I, you got her hanging up. 
you know, on the joint. And the whole time I'm like, why they ain't chain her feet down? I'm like, obviously, they're just going to let her escape by choking the nigga out, which is exactly what they did, which was stupid. Because it's like, why they, then, then when she escapes, right? So all she got is like two handguns taking out a whole military niggas like element with mother effing M16s and M4s or whatever. And she got two handguns just shooting niggas and they're just coming in to be killed. Then she goes over to another spot or whatever, right? Where they now, I guess, having hand-to-hand combat or whatever. And it just didn't make sense. But this is the part that made me the most upset, right? Because then when she gets out in that hallway and now she's like, there's like, freaking flowers and birds chirping and all this. It's like, what is, where is this coming from? Like, why are you doing, why are you doing that? It isn't consistent with how you've done any of the other scenes. So just in the middle of this fight scene for no reason at all, now you're like, let's do flowers and birds and all this other stuff while she's killing all these niggas with a freaking stick. Well, it was a javelin. I think the flowers was representing blood. So it, instead of so, showing- Why are you doing it there and you didn't do it anywhere else? I think it was at any other point in the movie. Say that, Corey. I think it was because she's, it, 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 I mean, it, it was it's just like an artistic choice, but I think it's also yeah. to show that she's crazy and this might be what she's seeing or whatever in her yeah. mind kind of thing. That's how I took it. I thought I took it but as you, an artistic You haven't choice. done it at any other point. Because that was her individual character and her story for that part. And, and in terms of you say, oh, they doing this different separate thing. Sometimes there's separate stuff that's going on in the midst of the mission. Like the like you said to me, I remember one of your criticism to me was, oh, this story is all over the place. It wasn't all over the place to me. It was a clear thing. Hey, Suicide Squad, go to this island, destroy everything that's related to this project. And then once they got there, they interact with the people that's on this island. The, the dude that took over had an obsession with Harley Quinn. So he's like, hey, I want to take Harley Quinn. That's a separate storyline. Uh, Rick Flag fell in with the rebels who wanted to overthrow the people. That's a separate part, but they're interacting with people on the island. The sole mission is still destroy everything in this lab. And then you come to find out, oh, Ish, the stuff that's in the lab, the reason they want to destroy it is because the government was behind that shit. Like, I don't... <laughs> It was clear. It wasn't like, and again, like I'm comparing it to the first one. It wasn't like, well, hey, let's get bad guys and uh, go into this city and fight this thing that's taken over. Oh, wait, the thing that was taken over was related to one of the mission. The bad guys is mad that they there. Then for no freaking reason, they go to a bar and the guy goes, oh, the chick that's in there is somebody I'm in love with. And all of a sudden they're like, you know what? Let's do this. Let's save this chick for this guy that we've been effing hating the entire movie. But we're gonna team up and be here. What the? F? It didn't even make any effing sense. And then how? Do, you know, I'm sorry. I don't even want to talk about the first joint. Let me focus on this and what you talk about. The stuff that you just put out, I don't have issue with any of it because, again, like you said, oh, why they ain't chain her feet down? That's movie bad guys. Why bad guys don't just kill a dude? Why they torture him anyway? Why do the bad guys torture James Bond instead of just shooting him? It's because it's movie bad guy and they being stupid. That's what movie bad guy do. That's the first part of the review of the Suicide Squad. So as you can see, me and uh, 
my brother Corey didn't hate it. My brother Ricky absolutely hated it. Um, <laughs> I just, I, I like, I, I just find it fun uh, going through the different viewpoints with them and and the points and counterpoints uh, in regards. And it, it's not hard for me to say that in this new DC extended universe, which is this thing that Zack Snyder started or whatever, um, I found the Suicide Squad easily the best movie that they've put out. Like, it was way better than um, Man of Steel. It was, like, super leaps and bounds better than uh, Batman vs. Superman and the the original Suicide Squad movie and uh, Justice League. It just was better. Like, the only one that you could... You could argue is not it wasn't better than this Shazam because or or no 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 um yeah no Shazam because I was gonna say the first Wonder Woman because I I didn't hate the first Wonder Woman I actually thought it was pretty good um but no I I liked it more so like it was slightly better than the original Wonder Woman it's just they just don't do good movies but I just want to take this moment to touch briefly on the uh <clears throat> excuse me on the Dallas Cowboys. Um, I'm not really going to get into Hard Knocks uh, Episode 2 and Episode 3, and I'll explain that at the end. Um, But I will say this. I'm pretty, like, I'm incredibly excited, incredibly pumped, and ready for the season to get here. It is literally less than, uh, pretty much less than two weeks away. I cannot wait. Uh, I'm incredibly fired up for this season to get here, especially with how horrible last season went. Uh, I do want to say I want Cowboy fans to calm down and relax a little bit, especially because there's so much misinformation and and uh, trying to grab headlines and just trying to stay relevant. And the crazy thing that happened over the weekend was Adam Schefter during a halftime report of one of the preseason games on ESPN came out and said that uh, Dak Prescott is injury is isn't healed or it, I, I can't get his exact words but he, he was pretty much saying it's a, it's an injury that he's going to be dealing with the entire season in conjunction with the ankle injury and I was like it didn't make any sense because everything you've seen especially if you watch hard knocks or just even watch the beat reporters who follow the team every day and cover practice every day there's been no signs that his shoulder injury was worse than what they had already reported. You know, one of the beat reporters, David Moore, for um, uh, the Dallas Morning News, was stating how the type of injury he had was like a grade one uh, Liz Frank tear or something like that. But it, it was the lowest possible injury it could be. And the only way you treat it is really just rest, which is why... They were putting him very limited in what he does. And then when he got a second MRI, it was showing that it's healing properly. Like, it's doing what it's supposed to do. It's on track. And I just think that they're taking the mindset. And then people are all freaking out because Mike McCarthy comes out and says he's not going to play in the preseason. But, uh, what? What's going on? Why is he going to? I don't understand. Why is he going to do this? And I'm like, they're just being overly cautious because at the end of the day, it's about the regular season, not the preseason. So, no, I'm not overly scared or concerned as to why he hasn't played in the preseason. Um, it's the preseason. They don't even view 
<clears throat> NFL teams, to me, do not view the preseason the same way that they used to. I, I'm not going to say they don't try to win these games because if you watch Hard Knocks and you see these players and how they react to it, they want to win. It doesn't matter that it's preseason. It's very clear to me that they do want to win. Um, but at, at the same time, they also realize this is preseason. This ain't the real thing. And it's all about the real thing. So calm down, Cowboy fans. Chill out. It's not that bad. I just, I'm looking forward to when he gets out there week one versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I cannot wait for that game. But just relax. It's going to be fine. So, <clears throat> up next is the conclusion to our uh, Suicide Squad <laughs> review, uh, and then I'll be back to wrap it up. You're listening to the Zero to 100 podcast. Uh, I still, I, either way, I didn't like it. And then, additionally, uh, all their backstories, right? So, when they're telling the people's backstories, personally, I didn't give it out. I don't want to know about Ratcatcher and why she's Ratcatcher. I don't care about Polka Dot Man and why he's Polka. I didn't care about any of their backstories. Just do the effing movie. I don't need I, to see I all of this. Backstories, because you then, have. Oh, go ahead. No, then, 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 what is it? So now they get to the. I'm, I'm fast forwarding, right? They get to the joint. Uh, what's the dude name? King Shark is standing in front of the the tank with all them weird. Like, what was that scene? What was the purpose of that scene? That they had weird fish in there, and it was like he was setting. I didn't need it. Well, the joint. I didn't need it at all. I didn't need that scene at all. But then, uh, what was it? Then it was like it was just. I don't know. I felt like it was doing stuff, and it was reaching like the joint with the dude Milton. And I remember when I was watching, I was like, "Why the f is he going in there with him? He's a regular person. What is this? Like, why is he in there?" I thought, then, was, I thought it was. I mean, funny. I, I guess it was funny, but it was like I don't know if you know how like Kevin Hart tries too hard to get laughs. I feel like that whole thing was like a trying too hard to get laughs or whatever, it was right? An easy laugh for me. Yeah, but but no. So I'm a then when the joint the joint breaks out, right? The joint breaks out, uh, and it's like. Shooting its things off. Matter of fact, I got back up because there was another issue I had. Was when um, they first get into the area where they got all the people captured. They got the thing on their face, and they're first discovering, you know, this whole like starfish thing or whatever, right? And so then the people are talking to them, and they're talking to them in very like clear English, which. I didn't understand because I'm like, yo, this is a mother effing alien. And then they're on an island that speaks a whole nother language. And they've been giving me subtitles this whole time. But captured. now you're telling me these people are speaking. It was captured by Americans. Yeah. The first thing that, that Starro took over was Americans. So he would have absorbed their language then. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's po also possible that they those people are bilingual. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like most people in the world speak English in their native, or maybe not most people, but it, I don't. It, it's not unusual for non-native English speakers to also know English. Yeah. So I mean, it's like, you know, no, no, it, but it was like literally everyone was speaking English, and I, okay, I guess maybe because 
when Starro first got captured, he was captured by Americans. He was absorbing Americans. Americans speak English. That's just what they do. So, of course, if he's taking on the language of the thing that he took over, it's going to be English. It's not going to be Spanish. I don't, I guess, but no, I'm just saying. That don't even, that criticism don't even make no that does make sense. I, like it's a motherfucking alien to begin with. Like, why is it? Why is it speaking English? Because the people that it took over speak English. Yes, but the I people just... that it took over in that moment was motherfucking Spanish-speaking people. Some of them dudes could be speaking English. What? Yeah, I mean, I mean, everybody was speaking English because in all the scenes, and they weren't speaking with no accents either. It was like clear English, like they voiced over their whole joint. Once once Starro takes them over, they they like it's a hive mind. They're yes. all Starro. Starro who knows English now because he yes. absorbed English speakers in the beginning, yes. and then he absorbed these other people. The thinker was up in there probably speaking English to him for thirty years. Yes, like, yes. Like I, I, okay, I don't. That's fine. That's fine. But then, so so then it busts out. It's shooting its joints all over the place. Obviously, none of them, they barely cover their face. They just look down for like half a second and they're 100% protected. You got the whole mother effing military out there shooting off guns and doing zero damage to this thing, right? And, and then they all get their faces, whatever. They all just get up, walk away, leave all the Suicide Squad people behind, just like, whatever, we're not going to F with them now. And then later they decide, all right, let's F with them. Why didn't they F with them in that moment? Because the Suicide Squad wasn't attacking the big one. When yeah. they then, like, they could have walked away, like, Starro didn't <laughs> care. But then when they went to confront Starro and, and Bloodsport shot him with the big gun, that's when he sicked the zombies on him. Yes, yes. Wait, wait, you're you telling know, me, you're telling me when Autumn Joints was flying in and they the, the army was shooting at them, so none of the Suicide Squad people were shooting at them? What are you talking about? Yeah, what are you talking, like, when when, when no, he first he, broke he, out the building, when he and first, all the, yeah, like they they were shooting at him, like you can see it. But then, like once he absorbed everybody and all the shooting stopped, and the big star road moved on, like it didn't matter. Exactly. Like, why am I gonna focus what, on what it? That, why would it? Why would they just they? So they've just been shooting at it. Then they stop, and because they stopped in that moment, they're just like, all right, we gonna leave them alone. No, because. They killed all the Starro, the little Starro that was in the air. All of the little Starro's was either on somebody's face or destroyed. Yes. So it was like he didn't shoot out. But no what I'm more. saying is, why did they decide? Okay, they were the ones that are on people's faces, the zombies. They're just like, oh, they was just shooting at Starro, but we cool with it, so we're not gonna do anything. He wasn't focused on the the big Starro, the original, the main thing. At that point, he was out of his thing. He's like, I'm tearing this place up and I'm taking over. He had moved So on. basically, they selectively decided that they didn't give an F about them in the moment. What are you talking about? They selectively decided that they didn't they care about They don't decide anything. They're zombies. No, no, no. I'm saying the Starro thing, even though it was just being attacked by the people in the Suicide Squad. It took over. The, the main Starro thing had taken over the majority of the people in that area, and he was going through the city taking over more people. They were so shooting at him at that, that he point. He didn't care about them in the moment. He had moved on from that point. 
Like, I don't understand no, what you thought. Like, I'm confused. Like, you said that to oh, they was just shooting. When, they, when the joint was flying out and they had to, like, quote unquote, cover their face. Yes. So before that, they weren't attacking Star Wars, what you're telling me. They were attacking them, but the attack was over at that point. Did you see no, them still shooting? When they when they when got they, they when they blocked their face and they was done, was they still attacking him at that point? No, no but they, they, they were attacking him in the star. Why would the star just leave them? He, he was taking over the rest of the city. I'm trying to understand. How do you not understand it? No, no, yeah, no. How, but so how do you know? Oh, you're somebody oh, from the attacking you. And somebody is attacking you. If somebody's attacking you and you done knocked them down, you done took over the most of the cats, and there's one dude you're that's left who's not bothering you. You're an evil villain. You're an evil villain. Why are you just going to stop and leave them? Oh, you don't even make any sense. Yo, you're, you're criticizing. I didn't listen to you for like 30 minutes. Go you, through your you line and stuff. Like, oh, I don't like this. I don't like that. I don't like this. And me and Coyne just sat there and blew away. Every single but one you of your points, your argument. You like, oh, you don't make no sense. You care about what you don't care about. Star Wars. Like, like, if we talk about this and then we compare it to how much you killed Space Jam or how much you killed Batman because you're like, Batman kills people, but Marvel does the same thing. You're selectively choosing what you care about and what you don't care about. The movie what if I said, oh, what if I sat there and said, I had an issue with Superman killing somebody because it wasn't necessary. When you want to talk about Marvel killing people, that joint had been established from the ground up with what they're doing. Captain America was a soldier. Iron Man was killing terrorists. Um, who else be killing people though like that? Who else be, the other people that was killing was aliens, son. That would be like, <laughs> explain it to Bro, me. When they, explain it when to they me. Doing... And tell me when Batman, oh. tell me when Batman established from Batman has ever used guns and killed people. When has Batman did that? When did he ever do that? But when did son, he ever do this that? This is what I'm saying. Like you're so talking about like, me about being selected. If, if we look at it seriously, though, right? The movie is trying to act like because now we're getting off subject. But if if Captain America hits somebody with his freaking his shield like a regular person, but then the person is quote unquote knocked out or whatever, or like how matter of fact, look at look at uh Falcon and the Winter Soldier. When the chick hit the dude, the black dude, Hoskins, or whatever his name was, the fake Bucky, uh, or fake sidekick to the fake Captain America, when she hit him and knocked him into a column, he died. Yes. Why in that instance did he die? But in all those Marvel movies, they be hitting people, knocking them up against other stuff, and they be cool. How does that that's make the, sense? That's, that's way off subject. Again, I don't understand... All right, I'll get to my final point. I'll get to my final point. Because you made your points about this. No, no, I'll get to my final point. One of your points. How, how then, at the end, one, they obviously did not have the firepower to beat them. And then two, so Rat Catcher calls a bunch of rats. Now they just been shooting bullets at this joint the whole time. So you're telling me that a bunch of rats are doing more damage than like 50 people shooting M16s at this thing. Let me, can I answer? And then, I'm not done, but then, so now, freaking Harley Quinn jumps into it with the javelin, pierces the eye, pierces the eye, but they've been shooting bullets at it the whole time, and none of the bullets hit the eye. Go ahead, Corey, because I'm done with your joy. I'm done with your joy, dog. Your joy don't even make sense to me. Go ahead, Corey. I don't let you talk for like 30 minutes. Your joy don't even make sense. Go ahead, Corey. Because you're selectively choosing to be ignorant to the trash. Go ahead, Corey. Go ahead, Corey. 
one, you are digging way too deep in it. Like you're talking about a fictional alien. Like all, they they can do whatever they want in the movie or whatever. Like you have to suspend some disbelief. There is no real world. Like every movie that you see that's not based in reality has some stuff that stretch. John Wick is ridiculous. Like he should have been dead 50,000 times over, but you suspend the disbelief. Like nobody is that good or whatever. You know what I mean? But anyway, they, they were shooting the bullets. They wasn't reaching. They was hitting his hitting uh, his side and stuff, like his, his stronger exterior. You see, when Harley Quinn went in, she didn't rip through his side, and then things didn't run up in his side. He went to the softest part of him. She pierced it with a javelin. It's just like if somebody stuck a needle in your eyeball, it could be a tiny thing. And then uh, tiny germs and other stuff like that get into those cuts. Like, that's how viruses, like, I looked at the rats like they were a virus. You know what I mean? Like, things getting on the inside of you can do much more damage. Like, if you if you get a cut on your arm and pour salt into that thing, that's much more damage than if you put salt on your skin. You know what I mean? And so it's just like, the whole thing here is, is unbelievable and, and stupid and all of that. Like, the fact that blood sport fell through, you know, floor like fell from wherever on his feet. Like it didn't make any sense. The heights that he fell from, his legs should have been broken. But it's a movie. You got to suspend disbelief. Like the whole thing, there are no superheroes. This is not real. Like you, if you get caught up in the reality or whatever, because I'm like, you need this, to go look at Shazam again if you want to be picking stuff apart like this. Saying, it's like, it was like watching, like watching Black Widow. The accidents that she was getting in caused by the Taskmaster was ridiculous. No way was they going to survive them car crashes. You're like, uh, them two inside that car should be dead. But it's in the superhero universe. I suspend disbelief. Now, the reason I have issue with the unrealistic stuff and say like Fast and the Furious is because you're not introducing superhuman elements in Fast and the Furious. Y'all just saying y'all street racers who love to race fast cars. Next thing I know, y'all blasting niggas off in the outer space. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous from that standpoint. If it was a Matrix-like world, I'm like, of course you can shoot cars up in the space if you want to. Of course dudes can catch cars with magnets or whatever nonsense you want to do. But in a Fast and the Furious, they didn't say... Fast and Furious, this is supernatural, superhero comic book world. They didn't say that. They said this real world, street racers doing stopping terrorists or whatever. Okay, if you want to say street racers stopping terrorists, that's fine. But that's a little ridiculous in terms of how you doing it. You will be jumping from one skyscraper in a building going into a next one. That don't make any sense because it's the world you established. Anything in a comic book world, to me, Anything goes because it's comic book. And if you pick up a comic book, you're not going to read anything based in reality, son. That's just how it goes. That's that's just it. Okay. But I didn't let you talk for a half hour about all the issues did. Like, Corey, no, let me ask you this. Was there anything that you did like? Any positive thing you like? The weasel? That was it. <laughs> That was the only thing I liked. That was disgusting. <laughs> the rest of the movie I couldn't stand. All right. Corey, I let 
tell me what you liked about it. And then I, I know you, what your dislikes isn't going to be as bad. So what, what did you like about it, Corey? Um, <laughs> it, it, it was an entertaining movie. It, you know, it had some funny stuff. Bloodsport, I thought he was really cool. Like his, his uh, suit, how, you know what I mean? He was just like pulling stuff off and then, you know. So that looked really cool. Um, so yeah, I would say Bloodsport, the humor, and yeah, it was, you know what I mean? Like it, it, it oh, and uh, Captain Boomerang getting killed. Cause I hate that name. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did you like about it? Um, like I, when they, when they went to confront Star, I was like, y'all ain't have no better plan than this. Like take over a, a missile thing or something. So like, I thought it was kind of stupid that they would like turn around and, and try to save people, or at least that they didn't have a better idea about how, how to uh, attack Starro. Um, so yeah, I didn't like that. Uh, that's about it, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> I, the things that I liked, I thought the storyline was good. I thought it was a clear story. I thought it had a point. I thought most of the stuff within it made sense for the terms of what they was trying to establish. I liked Idris Elba's Bloodsport. I liked uh, King Shark. I thought John Cena was actually good as Peacemaker, which I was very surprised about because I thought he was going to suck, and I thought he actually did a good job. I mean, I, I, he was a good villain. Like, he was an actual villain, and I, I enjoyed him. I thought it was had some good twists in it. Like, the Americans was the ones behind the Starro thing. Uh, Peacemaker was sent to stop them. They ended up killing off Rick Flagg, which was a surprise to me. I didn't think they was going to do that. Um, <clears throat> the only thing I didn't like, I would say, I ain't like, I did, like, even though I gave you a hard time, I didn't like the Harley Quinn escape, not because it didn't make sense, but because I feel like they overpowered Harley Quinn. Like they overuse her and they overpower. Harley Quinn is not no master martial artist. Like well, I, I remember when I talked about with Corey Quinn, like they act like she Lady Shiva or some or something like that. Like she on Batman level martial artist wise. She's not. She's not that. Like she's a gymnast and she got some skills, but I don't put her on Batman level. That's or Catwoman level. Like they had like she was on Catwoman level fighting style to me. Uh, also, I didn't like that scene with Bloodsport and his daughter where he was spazzing. I was like, F you, F you, F you. Like, that was dumb to me because then the very next scene, you got him uh, threatening to kill Amanda Waller. Like, you should have, like, I, I get it that he didn't want his daughter to be like him, but they didn't do a good job to me in establishing their relationship. So that was the only other thing I didn't like. But overall, I thought it was a decent movie. And again, in terms of this extent, like DC extended joint, yes, I still think it was the best one out of those. And I tell you what's funny though, because as many episodes as we've been doing of this, I think this was by far the most heated that we ever ever got in debating something on here. The movie, the movie was trash, and I just don't understand how you give it a B plus. It was, it was a good movie. I just think you're outnumbered. It's two to one. Suicide Squad, good movie. Go see it. I disagree, but uh, 
Yeah. I need yeah. to rewatch Shazam again because there was some stuff in that that I didn't like. That's what I'm saying. Like, I Shazam was like, I didn't like the end where all of them came in there and was like super powered and just knew what they was doing. Yes. When they yeah. are established during the movie that he didn't know what he was doing in the beginning. Yeah, like that's what, so, like that's something you could pick because, but it didn't bother me to the point to go, oh, I don't like it. Like it did that ending to me didn't change the journey I had been on with that movie. Just like, and again, I thought Corey's explanation on how the rats beat Scarl was a perfect explanation of it. In ter- especially like where you like, if you get a cut, like you pour salt on the outside, it's not that bad. But if you cut your hand, pour salt in that joint. It's gonna be on fire. Like that time when you threw pepper in uh that kid in church's <laughs> eyes. I told Shalay about that not that long ago. And I said, I remember at the time we first thought it was really funny. And then he kept screaming. And then we was like, oh God, that wasn't funny. That wasn't yeah. funny. At it was all really funny. stupid. <laughs> It's like, why did he do that? <laughs> oh, that was so dumb. <laughs> so terrible. It was like, <laughs> I felt so bad. I was like, because <laughs> at first, like when he first did, we was like, yeah, and we was like, <laughs> and then he was just, ah! and I was like, oh, oh no, no. <laughs> Oh, did you, did that beat? Uh, you? That's did hilarious. That, <laughs> yeah. Did that beat you because of that? I don't think I got beat. No, but it, I, it was hilarious. Uh, I did feel bad. Yeah, I think it's terrible. Just terrible. But I was an idiot. That was so yeah. funny though, because I was like, I think I was just like, hey, and it's just <laughs> that was so terrible. All right, I'm a dummy. Ugh. All right, well, that's our review of the Suicide Squad. I'm sorry I took up so much of the time about that. No problem. It's okay. I just like the fact that we had a spirited debate about it. So, yeah. right. huge shout out of thanks to my brothers, uh, Corey and Ricky, for joining me. Uh, I always, like I said, always enjoy having them on. It's been really nice. That they've um, that they were able to to get on and, and for us to discuss this and uh, looking forward to actually having them back on again soon uh, so we can do like a anime review <clears throat> in the next episode I can tell you it's gonna be a two for one because uh, I actually had already uh, had my brother Corey on and we reviewed episode two of Hard Knocks. And um, episode three came on tonight as time as I'm posting this. And so the review for that will be included in the next episode. So you'll get a review of episode two and a review of episode three. Uh, Things that happened this week. I am super pumped for Spider-Man No Way Home. The trailer dropped yesterday. And this was after someone leaked the trailer from Sony. And it was like, it was so funny because... You couldn't find, the like, the only way you could see the leak was literally somebody had it on a cell phone and somebody was recording the cell phone. So it's like you had the cell phone and then another cell phone recording that cell phone. And it was the worst, like, you could hear what was going on, but you, it was really hard to see everything that was going on. And it was, But it was, like, just the small little piece of it got everybody fired up and so finally Sony released the trailer for Spider-Man No Way Home and it looks 
epic. I am so, I cannot wait. Like, Black Widow was decent, it was good. The Disney Plus shows have been really good. Uh, like the what ifs <clears throat> that's been dropping every Wednesday have been entertaining. But man, this looks fantastic. I cannot wait. Um, this story is so ambitious looking. It's just, I cannot wait to see this movie. Um, <clears throat> but again, uh, I appreciate the support that I've been getting for the Zero to 100 podcast. Let me know what you thought of Suicide Squad. If you saw it, uh, email the show at zero to 100 pod at gmail.com. That's the number zero to the number 100 pod at gmail.com. Also, if you're a Cowboys fan, let me know how you're feeling. Like, are you freaking out off, off of all the news that you get? Oh, one of the other crazy things that came out today was that there was um, six people that the Cowboys had to put in the COVID-19 protocol. Um, three players. The players were, um, um, uh, man, Malik Hooker, uh, the safety, Isaac um, Muka, I'm going to butcher his last name, Muka Mora, and C.D. Lamb. And those that's pretty big, especially because the safety position is actually kind of thin, but C.D. Lamb is the one that freaks me out the most. Uh, and then it was uh, Coach Dan Quinn uh, and Carlos Watkins, and it was someone else, but I don't know who the other person is. Um, but three of the players, which they haven't, I haven't found out yet, who three players are that actually tested positive for COVID. Uh, so we, I know it's four players that's in the protocol, C.D. Lamb, Malik Hooker, Mukamura, Carlos Watkins. So I'm praying that C.D. Lamb isn't one of the players, or excuse me, I'm not players, one, uh, three of the people, three out of the six. So we don't know if it's players or coaches or what, but it's just another highlight of why you have to take this thing serious, especially with the uh, Delta variant being out here. It's like, yo, this is not a game, and people still are acting like it. It's like, I think I posted it today where I said, it's a lot of people <laughs> with, uh, you know, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok PhDs because they're, they're taking a word from people on social media as opposed to actual doctors or the science behind this thing. Um, so, you know, I know that the, on the Cowboys, they're nine, the players are 93% vaccinated. The staff is 100% vaccinated. Please get vaccinated. Like, yes, it's your body and you should, you know, do the research and everything like that. But trust the science. You know, the FDA just approved um, the Pfizer vaccine. And, and I know that's like one of the other things you have people who are against like, oh, well, it's not even FDA approved. That's an emergency approval. Well, yeah, it was an emergency, but now it's been approved. And I bet you if you ask them, they'll be like, uh, how am I supposed to trust them? They just want me to take, like, they'll constantly move in the goalposts. Like, you know, if if the, <laughs> if they, if the FDA had approved it at the end of the year, they would have been like, uh, I still don't like that. It'd have been some other reason. Like it'd have been, it'd have been some other excuse. Like, well, like uh, they didn't have it approved over in Indonesia. Like it, it's something crazy. Something that don't even make any sense. Um, <laughs> but just please, please be careful. Please continue to wear a mask. If you know, because it's just, it's real. Like this thing is real out there. But. <clears throat> uh, also, make sure you follow me on Twitter at WCWPoet. 
This has been the Zero to 100 Podcast. Next episode, again, a two-for-one review of Hard Knocks. It'll be coming out before this week is out. So this is probably going to be the fastest I ever got another episode out. But this is the Zero to 100 Podcast. We out.